It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's having a fantastic Wednesday. I know I am, and we have a lot to go through, a lot to uh, cover today. Uh, for everybody out there that's watching on all the social media platforms, including the Occupy Democrats Network, I ask you to click that subscribe button on there. It's only five bucks a month, and you get exclusive content from this show, Pushing the Limits. You support this show, and of course, the Occupy Democrats Network. And then every Friday, we do a post show uh, with just subscribers, and you get to ask me questions and interact with me, yours truly, Mr. Brian Shapiro. So please click that subscribe button. Man, do we have a lot to get to today. We're going to be talking about this topic, and I ask all of you, how is it That the Republican Party is the law and order party, at least that's what they call themselves. And yet so many in the Republican Party today are still willing to vote for a man that is a liable sexual abuser. And I would even go as far as to say a liable rapist. How is it possible that Republicans still support this man? You can't find somebody else. Now, there are good Republicans out there that are on the right side of history today. Maybe they always were not, but they are today. And joining us here in just a few minutes, former presidential candidate, former congressman out of Chicago, love having Joe Walsh on the program. And I'm going to ask him that very question. How is it that there are so many people in the Republican Party today, evangelicals, people of faith, good Christian people, at least what that's what they call themselves, the law and order family values party And yet they're still willing to support and vote for a liable sexual predator. How is that possible? And if you're following the news today, Donald Trump is in a courtroom in the E. Jean Carroll case. And in that courtroom, he's turning it into a circus. I will get to that. But I want to start out by playing you a piece of audio because If, in fact, you're innocent, which I don't believe Donald Trump is, a judge already found that he is liable, a jury of his peers already found that he sexually abused this woman, E. Jean Carroll. But in the deposition, Donald Trump was asked about E. Jean Carroll. If you're accused of sexual assault or rape, is this the way you respond to a question about the person that is accusing you of that sexual assault? Have a listen to this. When you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall. Not I, I look at her. I see her. I hear what she says. Whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be Man honest there. with you. I hope you're not insulted. I would not, under any circumstances, have any interest in you. I'm, being, I'm honest when I say it. Uh, she, I would not have any interest in. Is that a normal response? Now, there's nothing normal about Donald Trump, and I do believe he's a sexual predator. When you are accused of sexual assault, rape, and you're innocent or claim that you are innocent, which I don't believe Donald Trump is, she's not my type. So what are you saying, Mr. President? If she was your type, then you would have sexually assaulted her because that's The only conclusion that one could come up with, this is the man that the overwhelming majority of those in the Republican Party are supporting. 
That is the Law and Order Family Values Party. Woman accuses you of sexual assault. Uh, no, couldn't do that. She's not my type. And the antics of Donald Trump in the courtroom today are absolutely mesmerizing, but not surprising. Because E. Jean Carroll took the stand earlier today, and I believe she's still on the stand now. And during that time, Donald Trump is muttering nonsense and the bumbling fool speaking to his attorneys. An MSNBC reporter who is in the courtroom today describing exactly what took place. So Sean Crowley stood up for Eugene Carroll, complained about three statements that former President Trump had made that were audible to those at the plaintiff's table, and she said must have been audible to the jury as well. That's when Judge Kaplan, for the second time today, reminded former President Trump that he should not be making comments that the jury could hear or that even audience members could hear, and then said... You have a right to attend. You do not have the right to be disruptive or to disregard court orders. I hope that I do not have to remove you from the courtroom. And that's when Trump, just as Judge Kaplan said, couldn't help himself and said, "You, I know that you would like nothing more. I know you really want to do that. And Kaplan, more in sorrow than in anger, shook his head and said, you just can't help yourself in these circumstances, can you? And then Kaplan walked off the bench. And he can't help himself. The judge is correct. The law, apparently, according to Donald Trump, doesn't apply to him. He thinks he could just march into a courtroom and mutter nonsense and complete, continue to defame this woman just like he did on a CNN town hall stage. He thinks the law doesn't apply to him. Here's what Donald Trump wants. He wants this to be a circus. He's using it to help his campaign because many of the deplorables that support Donald Trump love this stuff. I was listening to some conservative talk radio. Don't ask me why as I'm driving into work today. And I listened to a couple different shows and some of these idiots, despicable turds that are hosts of these conservative talk shows are making the claim going after E. Jean Carroll, that because her cat is named vagina, there's absolutely no way that she could be the victim of sexual assault. Because there was no DNA evidence, she couldn't have been the victim of sexual assault. And they're laughing about this case because so many of these people think it's funny. So many of these Trump supporters think it's funny. They think this is all a big charade and it's all a joke. Well, let me tell all of you right-wing conservative douchebags out there, there's nothing funny about sexual assault. Some of you might have thought it was funny in that audio tape when Donald Trump said, grab him by the you know what. And then the excuse that Donald Trump made up was, oh, it was just locker room talk. Well, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I've played sports my entire life. I've been in a lot of locker rooms. I was a scholarship player in college. I've heard men talk in piggish type ways about women. I've never heard any man talk like that. Not in any locker room that I've been in. This is who Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is a sexual predator. He is a petulant child. And when he said, grab him by the P word, and when he joked around and bragged about sexual assault, that's who Donald Trump is. He doesn't think any rules apply to him. And he thinks he can do anything and everything he wants because he's had yes people around him his entire life. This is who Donald Trump is. He always plays the victim like the bitch that he is. That is who Donald Trump is, the little bitch that Donald Trump is. He plays the victim, 
and the law does not apply to him. And how sick he is, is that he's using this case and this defamation case as a tool to help him try to win. I hope he doesn't the 2024 presidential election. And Republicans, not all of them, thankfully, but many conservatives and MAGA Republicans that do conservative talk shows and on the networks are laughing about this case, even though he's already been found liable for sexual abuse from a jury and the judge who labeled this as rape. And I agree with him. But conservatives out there think it's funny because it's a Republican that was accused of doing it. What would happen? If Joe Biden, which, by the way, he never would be, was in on a trial for defamation, for sexual abuse, would Republicans be laughing about this? They'll call you a pedophile with no evidence to back up anything. They'll call you a pedophile just because you disagree with them. They'll call you a pedophile because you don't like Donald Trump. So in a minute here, we're going to have uh, Joe Walsh joining us. Joe Walsh, former presidential candidate, former congressman. Listen, Joe Walsh was a guy that at one time supported Donald Trump. He's totally flipped on that. And I want to get his thoughts on this. And I ask you all this question as well as later on in the program, we're going to take your calls. How is it that the Republican Party is the party that calls themselves the law and order and the family values party? Yet so many Republicans that caucused in Iowa that are going to be caucusing in New Hampshire. How is it that so many Republicans across the country still support this despicable human being? How is it possible? How could you be a religious person? I don't care how much you hate the Joe Biden administration. I don't care how much you despise Democrats or you hate Joe Biden's policies. How can you look in the mirror and support a man who is a sexual abuser? How can you do that? How can you look in the mirror? I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand. And I never will. So the guy we have with us on the line right now, uh, lucky to call him a friend. I always love it when he takes the time to join us. Always gracious with his, with his time. And I love his commentating on CNN, too. He's a former presidential candidate, former congressman out of Chicago. It's always a pleasure to have uh, the awesome Joe Walsh joining us right now on the line. Joe, always a pleasure, my friend. How are you? My friend, it's always good to be with you. What's up? Uh, a lot, Joe. I want to start by asking you this. What do you make of Donald Trump's behavior in the courtroom today in the e- in the Eugene Carroll case? And what do you also make of so many Republicans out there, those who you even worked with in Congress, that are making this whole case to be some sort of charade and some sort of joke? Uh, j- just two points. He's... Uh... He's a spoiled, ill-tempered child. We all we've always known that about him, and, mm-hmm. and don't ever over. We can never not say that enough. He ain't a normal adult. Period. Mm-hmm. But but Brian, what he's trying to do right now is uh, become a victim on steroids. He wants to be kicked out of court. He's going to do this with every trial he's got this year. Mm-hmm. He wants the story to be. All these people are against me. They're trying to stop me. He wants the story to be, this is so rigged, they kicked me out of court. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah, and and you know what's interesting to me, and I guess not surprising, is I was listening to some conservative talk radio earlier today, and they make a joke of this case, and they make the claim because 
E. Jean Carroll's cat is named Vagina. Somehow that means that she could not have been the victim of sexual assault. And if this was a Democrat, uh, anybody on the left that's in office, they wouldn't be saying any of these things. It would be the opposite, right? That they, they throw around the word pedophile if you don't like Donald Trump. But yet if Donald Trump is a proven liable uh, sexual abuser, he must be innocent. Uh, a jury. Remember, remember those things, juries? A jury found uh, that Trump uh, raped a woman. Uh, Brian, I haven't had my own radio show in a while, so I'm just going to say it. Um, a jury found that Donald Trump accosted a woman and stuck his fingers in a woman's vagina. Mm-hmm. That's rape. Yeah. And and but but forget about it because it none of this matters to his base. It never never has. I want to ask you that question, Joe, because I asked the question to a party that calls themselves the Law and Order Party, the Family Values Party that you have been a part of for such a long time. How do you explain that, that there is such a huge portion of the Republican Party today that still supports this man? How do you explain it? Because it's not a party. Uh, Easiest answer I'll ever give you. It's not a party. It is a cult. It's a cult of personality. And by definition, what that means, Bri, is the cult leader can do no wrong. Mm. That explains all of this. That explains why three years after he led a violent attempt to overthrow an American election, he did nothing wrong. That explains, you know, indicted four separate times, 91 criminal counts against him. He did no wrong. I go on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, he has done no wrong because he is the cult leader. If you're just joining us, former presidential candidate uh, Joe Walsh. All right, Joe, let's talk about the caucus. Let's start in Iowa. Uh, I guess there's two ways you could you could talk about this. One would be, well, Donald Trump won in a landslide. And then the other case you can make is, well, wait a second, only 14 percent of registered Republicans voted, 7 percent voted for Donald Trump. So which is it? Is it a landslide victory for Donald Trump or is it a poor turnout for Republicans? No, it's a big, 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 big victory. Let's be real. And again, the the people who came out count. Uh, The people who vote in elections count. And if people don't vote, they don't vote that election. They don't count. Trump won a big victory. This thing is over, but Brian, it's it's always been over. This has never been a race to begin with uh, for this nomination. And somebody, I was on some radio or TV show yesterday, and somebody said, but Joe, Trump only got 51% of the vote. That means 49% voted against him. No, bull crap. Uh, the, the 21% that voted for DeSantis they're all hardcore Trump supporters. Right. They just think DeSantis has a better chance of winning. Yeah. The 8% that voted for Ramaswamy, they're hardcore MAGA Trump supporters. Yeah. They just think Ramaswamy was the guy. Mm-hmm. But they're all Trumpers. So that's 80% of the Iowa caucus Republican voters were Trump Trump people. And of the other 20% who vote for Nikki Haley, most of them will come home. That was a big victory. And Joe, I'm sure you saw the CNN exit poll uh, where almost two out of every three people who caucused in Iowa believe still that Donald Trump won the 2020 election. Do you just call these people idiots now, Joe? Because that's what I do. If you still believe Donald Trump won the 2020 election, you're an idiot. I mean, I don't know what else to say, Joe. I uh, respectfully, my friend, I can't and won't do that. As a rule, I look, I come from that world. I, these were my folk. They were my voters. Uh, I come from the MAGA cult. 
Uh, I won't demean them. It makes me profoundly sad. Um, and Trump has lied to them about this election for four years. Sean Hannity's lied to him. Tucker Carlson lies to him. Every conservative right wing media radio guy has lied to them. So they've been bombarded by all of this. And yes, they they are responsible for believing the lie. It makes me sad. It's wrong. It's horrible. Trump's greatest legacy is the destruction of truth, Bri. But again, that's why this is his party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no, that's right. what Republican voters believe. You're right. All right, I have to ask you this then. Uh, who do you think Donald Trump picks as his vice president? I'm going to go with Noam. Uh, uh, I could be wrong on that one. Uh, who do you think he picks as his VP? I think that's a good pick. I think he's going to pick a woman. Um, and I think he'll 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 double, triple, quadruple down and pick a Christy Nome um, that would please his base. Or he'd do the smart thing politically and pick Nikki Haley. Right. And I still think that's a real viable option. And to every Democrat listening to you and I right now, Brian, let me tell you something. A Trump Nikki Haley ticket is going to be very difficult for Biden and Kamala Harris to beat. And the Democrats better get their freaking ass in gear, because right now Trump is better than 50-50, I think, to get reelected, and that should scare the hell out of everybody. It scares the hell out of me, and I know it scares the hell out of you. Uh, Joe Walsh, last question. If the Biden administration asked you to campaign for them, would you do it? Oh, in a heartbeat. I mean, I'm going to on my own. I've got a bunch of different things I'm going to do this year to campaign for him. But, Brian, that's a great point. You look at, like, me. You look at, like, Adam Kinzinger. You look at Liz Cheney. Mm -hmm. Again, I think the the Biden campaign team is doing so much wrong. And their outreach to all of us conservative never-Trumpers who have publicly said we're voting for Biden should be a hell of a lot better because uh, we could gather and bring a lot more people into the fold. I am with you 100% on that. We've heard rumblings that even Barack Obama has told Joe Biden, you need to be more aggressive uh, going after Donald yep. Trump. Same thing with Kamala Harris. They need to be out there. They need to be more aggressive. And guess what? They need to start doing it now. I'm glad you're one of those people. Joe Walsh, you're on the right side of history, my friend. Lucky to call you a friend. And I always appreciate the time. Keep up the great work on CNN. I love what you do. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. Joe Walsh, everybody. Uh, Great uh, podcast he has, too, by the way. White flag with Joe Walsh. He's on the right side of history, and he's correct. This is a lifelong Republican who speaks the truth. Listen, I don't always have to agree with Republicans on a number of issues. I don't agree with every issue when it comes to Joe Walsh, when it comes to abortion or gun control. But he's a decent man, and he's on the right side of history. He admits he was wrong when he used to support Donald Trump. Same thing with Chris Christie. And we have to recognize that with these people. We don't have to agree on everything. Liz Cheney, I probably disagree with her on 99% of her policy and the way she's voted. However, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Liz Cheney because she said to herself, I'm going to put my political career aside, and I'm going to do the right thing. And she did that. And so did Mitt Romney. I was right about Mitt Romney when he ran against Barack Obama. I preached it. I said, Mitt Romney, don't always agree with him. But Mitt Romney is a decent man, a decent father and husband, a decent human being. And I was right. I was proven right with Mitt Romney and the way he voted when it came to the impeachment hearings. And Adam Kinzinger is another one. There are good Republicans out there that are willing to stand on the right side of history. If you support Donald Trump, I'm not saying you're necessarily a bad person, but if you're one of those people that thinks that he won the election in 2020 and you're willing to push aside the 91 felony counts that he's facing 
and you're willing to push aside, in some cases, even laugh and make a joke of a fact that he sexually abused E. Jean Carroll, then there's something wrong with you. Either you're just not a good person, you're not very intelligent, or maybe a little bit of both. You can't put this stuff aside. There are many people out there that supported Bill Clinton. But after that, and by the way, what he did with Monica Lewinsky was not sexual assault. It was wrong. It was embarrassing for the country. But there were a ton of Democrats that spoke out against it. There were a ton of Democrats that said, man, he embarrassed the country. What he did to Hillary. This is this is terrible. It's wrong. It's horrible. There were many Democrats that spoke out against this. Where are all the Republicans speaking out against this sexual abuser? Where are all the Republicans? Where are they? It's worse than that because it makes Donald Trump's popularity stronger within the MAGA base. Why? How? Well, I'll tell you one person, another huge MAGA supporter who hopefully we're going to get on this show next week. And that's Vivek Ramaswamy. He's joined stuff on this show before. And yes, I do believe he is a Donald Trump ass kisser. He wants to be in the Donald Trump administration in one way or another if Donald Trump wins office again. And this was the moment where the ass kisser in Vivek Ramaswamy gets up there on a stage and says he's throwing out his support for Donald Trump. And this was that moment. Have a listen to this. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, that's how was that? Pretty good, right? That was pretty good. And he's a fantastic guy. And he's really, uh, he's got something that's uh, very special because he started off with a Zippo and he's got, he ended up very strong. He did a great job. I was actually surprised when he called because he was doing well. And uh, it's an honor to have his endorsement. He's going to be working with us and he'll be working with us for a long time. He'll be working with us for a long time. Folks, I told you, he might not pick Vivek as his vice president, but he's going to be in Donald Trump's administration in one way or another if Donald Trump gets reelected. It's why Vivek has been wearing the Donald Trump knee pads. Vivek knew he had no chance to be the next president of the United States, but he wants to work in Donald Trump's administration. Vivek Ramaswamy is the first person who will go after Joe Biden, call them the Joe Biden crime family, talk about Hunter Biden's laptop, say January 6th was an inside job. But when it comes to Donald Trump, it could be the sexual abuser. It could be taking responsibility for January 6th, whatever the case may be. The 91 felony counts, Vivek. Oh, well, I just would have maybe used better judgment. That's what Vivek. That's the worst thing Vivek has ever said about Donald Trump. Well, I would have used better judgment. What does that mean? That means, well, I'm going to kiss Donald Trump's ass because I want to work for him and I don't want to get the MAGA base upset. That's what that means. And then there's the despicable turd in Ted Cruz, the despicable turd, Ted Cancun Cruz. He just announced, shocker, that he's going to be supporting Donald Trump in his reelection campaign. Have a listen to this disgusting turd. This is over. So, so I am proud to endorse Donald Trump for president of the United States. I look forward to supporting him enthusiastically because I think it's time for the Republican Party to unite for us to come together. We've got to beat Joe Biden. We've got to beat this disastrous cultural Marxist agenda in the White House. Yeah, because when I think of bringing people together, the first person I think about is Donald Trump. He's not a divider at all. Right, folks? Yeah. When I think about bringing the country together, the first person I think about is is the former insulter in chief, Donald Trump. What a scumbag Ted Cruz is. I have a little bit of audio that I'd like to play for you. 
This was Ted Cruz back in 2015 when he was running against Donald Trump. And it's probably the only time in Ted Cruz's entire political career where he might have been actually telling the truth. Keep in mind, Ted Cruz just said he's, quote, proud to endorse Donald Trump because he believes Donald Trump will bring people together. We got to bring people together. This is what Ted Cruz specifically said about Donald Trump back in 2015. And he was right. The man is utterly amoral. Morality does not exist for him. It's why he went after Heidi directly and smeared my wife, attacked her. Apparently, she's not pretty enough for Donald Trump. I may be biased, but I think if he's making that allegation, he's also legally blind. But Donald is a bully. You know, we just visited with fifth graders. Every one of us knew bullies in elementary school. Bullies don't come from strength. Bullies come from weakness. Bullies come from a deep, yawning cavern of insecurity. There is a reason Donald builds giant buildings and puts his name on them everywhere he goes. And I will say, there are millions of people in this country who are angry. They're angry at Washington. They're angry at politicians who've lied to them. I understand that anger. I share that anger. And Donald is cynically exploiting that anger. And he is lying to his supporters. And guess what? Donald Trump is still lying to his supporters. He is still amoral. He is still a pathological liar who, quote, can't separate truth from fact. And this is the same idiot who says he's proud to endorse Donald Trump. Why? Why are people like Ted Cruz saying they're proud to endorse Donald Trump? couple reasons. The reason why they brown nose Donald Trump, many of them, is because they want to remain in power. They don't want to get the MAGA base upset. And they know that Donald Trump owns the Republican Party today for the most part. And they know that if they speak out against Donald Trump and speak truth, which for the first time in his life, Ted Cruz did when I played that audio back in 2015, if he speaks like that today, they'll be outed out of the party. Welcome to where the MAGA Republican Party is at today. But he's proud. How does this man look at himself in the mirror? How do you look at yourself in the mirror? How do you look at your kids? When you're in your profession, you say that you are proud to endorse, going by Ted Cruz's own words, an amoral, pathological liar that can't separate truth from fiction. How? How do you look at yourself in the mirror? What would be your answer to that? Oh, well, I think he's changed. Oh, really? He's changed. No, he hasn't. He's the same guy you said he was back in 2015. And now you're proud to endorse him because you are a scumbag, Ted Cruz. You are scum of the earth. And when you were caught on that plane to Cancun, when your state was in an emergency, you were caught. And what did you do? Unlike most people who call themselves men, you blamed your children. How could anybody vote for Ted Cruz? How could you be in Texas? I don't care whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. How could you vote for Cancun Cruz? How? And are we surprised that another pathetic human being, and it's sad because I have respect for anybody with a medical degree, 
Because I don't think Ben Carson is a stupid man. I think he's a man with some intelligence. I also think he's a bit crazy and naive. He goes on with Neil Cavuto yesterday on Fox. And he compares Donald Trump to King David. And Neil Cavuto asked him a very fair question. Like, oi. And then I get in and it goes wrong. I screwed that one up. Wrong clip. I want to skip to the next clip. Neil Cavuto does a live interview with Ben Carson on Fox comparing Donald Trump to King David. Put yours on first and then help your neighbor. If we're not healthy, how in the world can we be helpful to anyone else? So let me ask you, though, Secretary, I mean, a lot of people can't get over the personal behavior stuff, the name calling, the insults and all of that. And I talked to a good many of them and said, look, uh, if, if he's our nominee, we're just not there. We're not supporting him. We might not vote at all or might leave the presidential thing, uh, you know, blank uh, or vote even for Joe Biden. How does he get over that hump? Well, you know, you, you, you think about the Bible and uh, King David. Uh, most of those people probably, if they were alive back in those days, would have said, oh, what a horrible guy. Ben Carson in real time is making a comparison on Fox with Neil Cavuto, comparing Donald Trump to King David. These people are so brainwashed and they are so crazy. And to those of you out there that are still MAGA supporters, for those of you out there that call yourselves part of the family values party. Let me remind you all. Donald Trump cheated on Ivana with Marla. Cheated on Marla with Melania. He cheated on Melania with Stormy Daniels. Do we remember what took place there? Unprotected sex with a porn star just months after Melania had their child. And if you want to talk about Christy Noam, she's probably the perfect vice presidential candidate to work with Donald Trump. Why? Well, she cheated on her husband with Corey Lewandowski, who's also married and had previously cheated on his wife with Hope Hicks. Yes, Christy Noam would probably be the perfect vice president for Donald Trump. They seem to have a lot in common. You call yourselves the law and order party. You call yourselves the family values party. But when a Republican is facing felony counts, in this case, 91, he's innocent. It's a witch hunt. It's all George Soros. It's all a sham. But when a Democrat is indicted, when it's a Democrat that is facing serious charges. Oh, yeah, there's that, that's completely fair. Does that remind you of something? When a Republican wins, like the caucuses, for example, in Iowa, per perfectly legitimate. When Donald Trump wins in, two th in, two in 2016, against Hillary Clinton. Oh, legitimate election. There was integrity. Donald Trump won fair and square. But when a Republican loses, oh, it's a sham. It's it, it was a lie. The big lie. Joe Biden's not a legitimate president. The Democrats cheated. It was rigged. When a Republican like Donald Trump is found liable to be a sexual abuser. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bill Cosby, rapist. And I agree with Republicans when they call Bill Cosby a rapist because he is a rapist. But if it's not a Republican, oh, definitely a pedophile, sexual predator. Those pictures of Donald Trump hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, no. 
That's fake news. But Bill Clinton, oh yeah. They are the biggest hypocrites in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the MAGA cult of the Republican Party. They are the biggest hypocrites in the world. Do you want to hear the bumbling fool? I'll play you a clip of the bumbling fool who made a speech in New Hampshire yesterday. Have a listen to the bumbling idiot. Like, oi, and then I get in and it goes, Psh. we were doing much more than they were doing. But when I left, uh, which was ridiculous that we had to leave, but we had to leave. We have to follow the laws of our land. But what a ridiculous, isn't it amazing? They don't investigate the people that cheated in the election. They investigate the people that understand they cheated and go after them. But they don't like, oi, and then I get in. What a bumbling idiot, ladies and gentlemen. He thinks it was ridiculous that he had to leave the White House. No, Mr. Former President Orange Turd Cheeto Jesus, it's not ridiculous that you had to leave the White House. It's called something called democracy, something you don't want in this country. You want to be evil, murderous dictator, you. There was investigations, and guess what? Your attorneys had every opportunity to prove to judges that there was widespread election fraud, and guess what? There wasn't, and everybody around you told you that, but somehow your narcissist, mentally ill head couldn't accept it. You couldn't accept a loss. Yes, you lost the 2020 election. Yes, I'm worried about the elections coming up in November, but I do believe you're going to lose because I do think at the end of the day, there's going to be too many Republicans out there that are going to be voting at the ballot box and they're going to vote for democracy as much as they might not like Joe Biden. So I'm going to ask you all this question. It's something I just spoke with Joe Walsh about, former presidential candidate, and now I want to speak to you about it. The Republican Party. They call themselves the law and order party. They call themselves the family values party. Then how is it possible and why that there are so many Republicans in office today and so many Republicans that are registered to vote that would still support this sexual predator? They would still support Donald Trump. Why are there so many people in Iowa that caucused for Donald Trump. Why are there going to be so many people in New Hampshire that are going to be caucusing for Donald Trump? Why are there so many Republicans still in the party throughout the country? Why? That still support Donald Trump. I'm going to open up the phone lines and I ask you that question. I don't care whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. I want to know why. Why would you support as much as you can't stand Joe Biden? Why would you support a sexual abuser and a liable rapist, a man that is facing 25 women that have accused him of sexual assault, a man that is literally facing 91 felony counts? Why would you vote and support a man when asked about a possible sexual encounter and a forceful sexual encounter that some people have labeled it as rape, including the judge presiding over this case. Why is it that you would rather support somebody like that because you don't like some of Joe Biden's policies? I want to know. And I'm going to open up the phone lines now. And maybe some Democrats out there can help me too, because I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. The number to call 702-221-7283. And again, that number, if you want to be a part of the conversation, it's area code 702-221-SAVE. 702-221-7283. How is it possible that we live in a country today 
where this is the best we can come up with on the right? A man who has 25 women who have accused him of sexual assault or rape, including his ex-wife. A man who right now is facing 91, I would consider very serious, felony counts against him. 91. A man who has been a snake oil salesman his entire life. A man who has no decency, no moral compass, according to Ted Cruz, what he said in 2015, and I agree with him 150%. How is it possible that the Law and Order Party and the Family Values Party is represented by Cheeto Jesus? Please explain to me how this is possible. All right, we're going to get to the phone lines now. And again, I'll give out that number one more time. I know I was. we have some people uh, waiting patiently on hold. 702. 702- 221-7283 is the number to call. And again, that number, 702-221-SAVE. Let's start off with Dave. Dave is first up on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Dave. Hey, how are you? What's up, Dave? Hey, you know what? People are brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Television programming works. It does. People are brainwashed to believe for decades they believe the Clintons were bad. That, they, they had no clue about Hillary. They just knew that they'd been watching the TV. and been, That's why they call it television programming. It works. They're brainwashed. They don't know any better. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, and you're probably right. I would just like to think that there are some people out there, maybe, Dave, that are not brainwashed, and they know that who Donald Trump is, and yet they would rather vote for just a despicable human being and a sexual abuser because they don't like some of the policies put forth by Joe Biden. No, I really don't. I think the policies are secondary to just that, that brainwashing over the over their lifetime, you know? And yeah. Families, I was brought up in a, in a full right-wing family. I've got seven brothers and sisters, so there's ten of us total. Mm-hmm. We split right down the middle. But i got to be honest with you, until I traveled the world, until I lived in San Francisco and New York, um, I, I, I didn't know any better. I really didn't. And yeah. it took me, you know, seeing the world a little bit, realizing, opening my eyes, I'm from Indiana. I mean, you know, yeah. you know I, people here can't believe it they're just full-on shirts you know do you feel like like let me ask you a question i i I agree in part with what you're saying there are a lot of people out there that are brainwashed you're 150 percent correct i also believe a lot not all but a good majority of donald trump's base are people that are uneducated people that don't know how to separate fact from fiction would you agree with that Absolutely. You know what? They're, they're all talking about democratic socialists. Right. And you know what I ask them? I ask them, I say, hey, what about the democratic socialist that's on Mount Rushmore? Yeah. And they're like, well, there's no democratic socialist on Mount Rushmore. You mean there's not a 16-year president or four-term president on Mount Rushmore yeah. that started Social Security and on and on and on? It could go on for days. You're right. And these and are a lot know, of I, these are a lot of the same people that are on Obamacare. These are a lot of the same people that are some people, sadly, that maybe are living paycheck to paycheck that aren't do, they're on food stamps. Maybe some of them are on welfare. They wouldn't have that government assistance if not for Democrats. Republicans aren't voting for these types of bills that can help American oh. people that are suffering. Yeah. Well, not only that, it, that, you know, human welfare, I don't care if 90 percent of it is going to, to waste. Right. 
because I want that 10% to get fed. I want those kids to have a warm place to sleep. Right, right. You know what? It's called I compassion. Eight years, I spent eight years in the Marine Corps. I've been all over the world. Yeah. And, and, and I just, you know, I've seen people suffering, and I've seen people in South America suffering. They walk a couple thousand miles. And, you know, we always have known that immigration makes this country better. It always has. Period. I agree. But we've also we've also villainized them every time, whether it was the Irish, the Italians, the Chinese, anyone who came here. And and let me ask you, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. Let me ask you this. Which is the party today that seems to want to demonize those that look different maybe than me? Uh, demonize uh, migrants coming into this country, demonize the LGBTQ community, demonize transgenders. Which is the party that demonizes these kinds of people? Oh, yeah, it's full on the conservatives. Right. They think right. that they're conserving something that, that you know, it, it, the scary part is how many of those folks are are living a lie? It's a, it's a joke, you know, isn't it? You're a sinner if you don't look like me, if you don't talk like me, you don't have the same beliefs as me, if your sexual orientation right. isn't the same as me, then you're a sinner and you're going to hell. What, hell, welcome to the evangelical right. Yeah. You know, Jesus was as woke as anyone. If you believe in that yeah. guy, and you know that a lot of people do, um, you know, he was as woke as anyone you know. You're right, and I think I think my definition of woke is probably different than most people. I think it means that you're awake. You're awake to your surroundings. You're awake to people out there that are struggling, people that need help. You're awake to the social issues, and somehow Republicans have turned that into a bad thing. Guess what? If people want to call me woke, then go right ahead, because I am for equality. I am for treating everybody as equals, regardless of sexual orientation of what you look like. So if conservatives out there and MAGA Republicans want to call me woke, that's fine. Then I'll call them bigots. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Hey, man, I, I, appre I, I appreciate you, and I'm glad there are people like you out there, my friend. Keep up the fight, and I appreciate you listening, okay? Hey, we are going to turn Indiana one vote at a time. That's We're right. do it. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen, brother. I love you, brother. Thanks for Good calling word. in. I appreciate that Take call. Care. Great call. You too. Love you, too. Thank you. Thank you. 702-221-7283 is the number to call if you'd like to be a part of the conversation. One vote at a time, ladies and gentlemen. I like that. 702-221-SAVE. Listen, I'm not going to change everybody's minds, but I'm certainly going to speak at least what I think is truth in my opinions. 702-221-7283. Why is it that so many conservatives out there, why? So many Republicans and conservatives and MAGA Republicans out there have no problem supporting a liable rapist. That's the question that I am asking. Let's go to Lauren, who's next up on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Brian. I guess the, uh, the people that I vote for are the ones that, that, that are the ones that are going to give me what I want. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, if it's, if it's a secure border, if it's, um, a strong military, whatever the issue is, if I think that person is going to do it, then that's the person that I would vote for. Do, now, you, think, unfortunately, do you think Trump's going to do it? I, I have, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not on board with, with what's gone on during the Biden administration. Okay, but I didn't ask you about okay. Biden. I, I hear you. We can talk about that. I, I, do I think that Trump, I, I think that 
I think that he has tried to do things in his in his first uh, first thing, and he kept butting heads with Paul uh, Ryan. I think that uh, I think that the reason that the war wasn't completed or didn't continue on was because he didn't have the support of Congress, which holds the purse strings. I think some of the things that he tried to put through, he couldn't get through because his first two years were nothing more than fighting with his own party. Right, but he's the one who said he was going to build a wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. But I want to go back to what you just said. You said you think... Well, realistically, Brian, you know he can't build the wall. It has to come through the Congress. Well, then guess what? Then he shouldn't have campaigned on it and lied about it back in 2016. Um, So let me ask you a question then. You said you think a lot of what he does is with pride. I would respectfully disagree with you on that. I think everything he does... I said that he... He did. He did with pride. Well, what what part of pride is attacking uh, a POW and saying I don't respect him because he was captured? Talking about Mexicans. Okay, okay. I'll answer that question directly. Um, uh, I'm, I'm a military brat, and I served in the military. Okay. Uh, uh, McCain. McCain was a spoiled brat. Okay. So you're McCain defending that. So you're defending. McCain, so when I McCain hold on, Lauren, Lauren, hold on a second. With all due respect. Are you defending? I didn't ask you about your personal feelings on John McCain. Here's what we know for sure. He was a POW. He was captured. He served this country. I didn't ask you about your personal feelings on John McCain. I asked you about Donald Trump because you used the term pride. Donald Trump said he didn't respect John McCain because he was captured. Donald Trump dodged the military multiple times. I understand if you don't like John McCain. But are you defending that statement? And you think would you call that pride? That's what I'm asking you, Lauren. No, I, I don't know where the word pride came in. I said tried. Okay. Donald Trump tried. I didn't say anything about okay. pride. Okay, then I misheard what you said. So going okay. back to the statement that he made about John McCain, I talk to a lot of people that say he should be illegitimate as a president after making that statement alone. Do you disagree with me on that? Because the uh, uh, yes, I, I disagree because I, I I view it as karma. Okay, what happened to John McCain being caught during the Vietnam War Karma. was as a result of him killing 130 plus sailors on the ship that he was on. He was never convicted of that. That has not been proven. That's number one. And number two, it's no, that is not true. So, Brian. so, so you are defending Donald Trump, a man. No, who, I'm not defending what, what Donald I Trump I haven't heard said. you say I'm anything. It's karma. Okay, but I haven't heard you say anything like, wow, he shouldn't have said that, disrespectful to our brave men and women in uniform who are captured. I that haven't... Was his, that's his opinion. Oh, so you're okay you, with you it then. See, so if somebody just has an opinion, you're okay with it. What I'm saying is, I, I don't... Brian, there's a lot of things that I don't agree with you on, and there's a lot of things that I do agree I with you I would never... On. Don't compare me to Donald Trump. Never would I ever I'm say... Saying, I, no. I'm saying the point is... You don't have to agree with somebody on everything. Uh, but the argument is not whether we agree or disagree, okay? If somebody says Donald Trump is the best president in the history of this country, I would disagree. I, I hold on, hold on. That. I never said you did. Just listen to the point I'm trying to make here. You're saying that as long as it's somebody's opinion, it's okay. We have the right to disagree. So where do, do you cross the line here? If Donald Trump said, I hate all Jewish people, you would say, well, you know what? I disagree with it, but he has the right to his opinion. No, you would probably say that's hateful, that's bigotry, and you can't say that. When somebody says they don't respect somebody because they were captured, 
That's what Donald Trump said. He didn't say, well, because I heard he did this, this and this. He said, I don't respect John McCain because he was captured. When you make a statement like that, as Americans, Lauren, we should all agree it's beneath the presidency. It's despicable and it cannot be defended. It's not an opinion. It's disgusting. It would be like if somebody said, you know what? If you're gay, I don't have any respect for you and we should hang you. No, you would say that's wrong and that's bigotry. When you attack a brave person, whether you like John McCain or not, if you attack somebody and say, I don't respect somebody because they were captured, why can't you just say, Lauren, it was the wrong thing to say? He shouldn't have said it. It's not an opinion. It's a disgusting statement. Why do you struggle and why can't you say that? I'm not struggling at all, Brian. I'm simply giving you my opinion. And I think that one thing, one thing that, that, that we seem to lose, now we want to label everything as either misinformation or, or, or you know, some way to control what comes out of people's mouths. This has mouth. nothing to do with misinformation, with all due respect. The no, ma- I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, is in our society today, our speech is trying to be controlled by stock checkers, by uh, uh, misinformation or whatever the Give me an example. Give me an, exa- give me an example, please. A specific example of how somebody was censored. When you say the 2020 election was so- stolen, you're damn right people should be fact-checking you because they're wrong and they don't know what they're talking about. When people say on the air, right-wing conservatives, that the vaccines have killed millions of people, you're damn right they should be fact-checked because it's wrong and it could harm people. And when you say things that are missing. Right. Misinformation. Why does it harm people? Why does it harm people? Because there are people on the air, even people, right wing conservative hosts that were anti vaccine and now they're dead. There Uh, are are people. Do you not not understand that it's not just them? I understand a lot. Do you not understand that? Hold on. Hold on. Do you not understand that when somebody has a large platform and they say the 2020 election was stolen, people die. It's why we had January 6th. When somebody goes on the air and says the vaccines are killing millions of people, there are good people in this country that are influenced by misinformation. They don't get vaccinated. And some of those people are dead. How do you not distinguish that and understand that? You are responsible for yourself. Oh, okay. So, so people the, can the, put the out misinformation. And that's okay. Do, you're responsible. You're responsible. So you I don't agree with that. fire. I don't, just, I don't just come out with a bunch of BS. If I, if I disagree with something, I give my opinion. So fire in a crowded theater. I back it up. I back it up with the information that I have searched. Okay, but that's you. But that's you. That's you. There are people out there that I'm are influenced. That the average person doesn't have common sense. I would say the average person that's a huge Donald Trump supporter does not have common sense. I would say the people that stormed the Capitol on January 6th did not have common sense. I would say anybody that injected themselves with disinfectant does not have common sense. But they did that at the hands and the words of what Donald Trump said. And you seem to have no problem. And people should be allowed to say whatever the hell they want, whether it's misinformation, threats, you name it. You seem to have no problem with that. Well, I mean, uh, I'm educated just like you are. I'm not talking about you. I'm I'm not talking about you. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is if I don't agree with somebody on what they're saying, or if I think that they're putting out the wrong information, then I know whether it's good or bad. 
because I'm going to. And that's you. But there's still almost 60 percent of the Republican Party that thinks that Donald Trump won the 2020 election. Why why does that bother you? Did January 6th bother you at all, Lauren? Yeah, I, I, okay, I good. thought that it was pretty good. bad, but it's not okay. the first time this has happened okay. in our country. Okay, well, when was the last time in our lifetime we had an insurrection uh, where people died? Please. Yeah, it was it was it was actually the World War One death. Okay, well, I wasn't was around happened. during World War One. Uh, so because it happened uh, another time uh, in, in the last several hundred years, that's that's a defense. You it's just said several hundred okay, years. good. So uh, January during the. It was FDR. Okay, so what? So what? So what? That doesn't make January 6th any better or worse. The point I'm trying to make. They they ended up killing the veterans as well. Okay, and that's horrible, but that doesn't change my opinion on January 6th, so I don't know why you're bringing that up. The bottom line is. You you said that that was the first time that this has ever happened, and that's not true. In my lifetime, I said that. In my lifetime, we've never had anything like this happen before. And that doesn't make it. And it could have happened before, and that doesn't make it any better or worse. The point I'm trying to make is when people incite violence and when people lie, sometimes people can be hurt or killed. And if not for Donald Trump saying the 2020 election was stolen, Ashley Babbitt would still be alive. Several of those officers would still be alive today. 140 officers beaten. And, and, and you seem to be okay with Donald Trump saying anything he wants because, oh, okay, well, I can separate fact from fiction. Well, guess what? A lot of MAGA dopes cannot, sir. A lot of MAGA dopes mm-hmm. cannot. And there's a responsibility well, I'm, I'm when not- you... There, I am not MAGA. And I know that, but I'm not talking about you right now. But the problem I have mm-hmm. with you is you think that anybody could say whatever the hell they want. And, you know, they shouldn't be fact checked. Let them spread medical misinformation or misinformation about the election. And you don't seem to have a problem with that because you like to cite freedom of speech. Right. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying that. I mean, that is part of our thing, but I understand, you know, the limitations of free. Well, that's what I'm talking about, Lauren. Why can't you just say this? Why can't you just say, gosh, you know, Trump didn't win the 2020 election. He should stop lying. Gosh, you know what? He shouldn't have said he didn't respect John McCain because McCain was captured. That was a disgrace and uh, very uh, hurtful to our brave men and women in uniform. Why is that so hard for you that you can't say that? It's it, not it, everything's it, not it, about everything's not about you, Lauren. It's about the country. Well, it's not just see. about you. Okay. It didn't hurt any of the veterans in my family. Okay. Well, it's not all about your family. It's about veterans across the world. You know? And I actually speak to many veterans that were appalled by those statements. Well, I, 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 I just went to VA hospital. I speak to a lot of veterans myself. Okay. So you're telling me vet, the veterans that you speak to have absolutely no problem with Donald Trump saying that he doesn't respect John McCain because he was captured. You they mean to just, tell me? You mean to tell me? As- they know the guy is an is a boisterous, narcissistic a hole. Okay, and his comments were despicable. And I guess we'll have to leave it at that. And we'll, why don't we end on agreement? What you just said, I actually agree with Lauren. I appreciate your service and I appreciate your phone call. Thank you, Lauren. Seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. Why is it so hard for people just to speak truth? I try to do it on this show every day, and it drives me nuts. Why is it so hard for a Republican to say Donald Trump's statements about John McCain not respecting him because he was captured were disgusting? They were wrong. Donald Trump should have never said that he won the election in 2020. Why is it so hard for people just to admit that? Now, there are some Republicans that are willing to admit that, and then the MAGA Republicans cannot. Freedom of speech pertains to the government. It doesn't mean that your words don't have consequences. 
That is the point I was trying to make to Lauren. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's go to Gary. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Gary is next. No, not Gary. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Arlene is next. Let's go to Arlene, who's next up on Pushing Limits. Hello, Arlene. Yes, hello. And um, you're having a great day, I see. Uh, <laughs> well. this, uh, you know, it, it's as though, and I commented yesterday, these people are coming out under a rock. How is it that if you ask them, uh, ask any of them that, that are Trump followers, uh, name one thing that he really did and that you and that, you know, you're proud. Oh, uh, whatever he said about John McCain is okay. That it, we should all be appalled by it. I had three brothers served in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. One was missing in action. Oh my God. Uh, luckily home and safe. However, how did we get from loving our veterans to thinking Donald Trump is the best thing that ever walked this earth? Uh, I think what the, and, first, what the first caller said, people are brainwashed. I mean, I really don't know what else to say. Um, you know, listen, I despise Ron DeSantis, but one thing I will say about Ron DeSantis on a positive, he served this country honorably, and I'll always will have respect for people that serve this nation. Never would I ever say Ron DeSantis, you know, I don't respect him, uh, you know, serving in the military for what, you know, it's just, I would never make a statement like that. And it's sad that there are people out there, even people that I have some respect for that will defend his statements, Donald Trump's statements make, made about John McCain. And now, as a woman, I want to ask you this question because Donald Trump's in a courtroom in, in, uh, today in the E. Jean Carroll case. And in what the, a disgrace. Yeah, ex- exactly. I agree with you. And there are conservatives, nationally syndicated hosts, I heard them on the air this morning, that are saying because this woman has a cat named Vagina, they laugh this off and it, it couldn't have happened. She could not have been sexually abused. I mean, you see it on social media where they attack this woman just like Donald Trump is. What would you say about some of these conservatives? Well, I would tell them to their face as I have. When people uh, spout this, oh, well, she deserved it, he deserved it, that, that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and her cat is an example. No, it's not okay. You cannot... As a, as a woman, I, I have two sons. I have eight grandchildren, four girls. I would never think of saying, oh, it's okay. It's yeah. not okay. It's not. And his actions, and his, he has daughters. What, but, again, he's been disrespectful to his own daughter in public. If I, if, yeah, talent. Donald Trump on the Howard Stern show, if she wasn't my daughter, I would date her. I mean, what, what type of exactly. normal, what type of normal exactly. father would ever make a statement like that? It's so utterly disgusting. Um, but you know, this is the guy in a courtroom today who's using a sexual assault, uh, case liable for sexual assault. And he's using it to rally up the troops, the MAGA base. He's using it as charades and circus in the courtroom so that he can, and the people that are donating to his campaign uh, because of it are despicable. They are total losers. They are not listening. They think, it seems to me that they think, oh yeah, he's going to build a wall. Freaking no, he's not going to build a wall because there's no money for it. And that's not how we live. 
we're not Americans. He's doing it again. And he's doing it again. He held held a speech the other day and he said, on my first day in office, I'm going to deport everybody. Basically, that's what he said. Same language that he used back in 2015 when he said he's he campaigned on two things. We're going to build a wall. Mexico is going to pay for it. Mexico didn't pay for it. And he built 16 percent of the wall. And then he also campaigned on I'm going to hire a special prosecutor to arrest, indict and convict Hillary Clinton. He didn't do any of those things. He ran on two things in 2015, failed policies. So when any Republican tells you I like Donald Trump's policies, his policy failed. He failed. And well, it, I, 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 my, my question to them is name two things of his policies that he did and that you're okay with. Yeah. yeah. Babies died. People died of COVID because he wanted them to be washed out with Clorox. Yeah, he did make We that. had someone in yeah. our... That's ridiculous. I mean, and people, I don't know. And the thing that is really, really, I think, should be disturbing is we're talking about well-educated people like this man that uh, you just uh, finished your conversation. He said, oh, he was well-educated. Really? Maybe he got educated at the Donald Trump uh, University. Trump University, yeah. That's right. a good that's a good there point. You go. That's a good point. I am glad that there are people like you out there speaking the truth. I try to do that on this show every single day and we got to keep up the fight and November is right around the corner and we as Americans cannot allow Donald Trump to be reelected because it is a threat to our democracy. I truly believe that and this country will go I, down the tubes. 100%. Yep. 100%. This well, yep. this is a threat. So you want the wall or do you want to be able to vote and move around as yeah. a free citizen? Yeah, no, you're right. And Give he's, me a break. You're, you're right. And I'm glad there are people like you out there. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate you. You call back anytime. OK. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's take, let's take a few more calls. 702-221-7283. And again, that number, if you would like to be a part of the conversation, now's the time to do so. 702-221-7283. Let's go to Carl. Carl is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Carl. Yeah, hey guy. Uh, listen, uh, I'm getting, I'm a little, getting a little worried about Trump's mental health because he's got the greatest insecurity complex that I have ever seen mm-hmm. in any, almost in any person. He, and what's happening now, he's getting his name taken off of buildings. People are taking him off. He's losing properties all okay. over the country, all over the country. And it's starting to wear on him. And professionally, I'm talking. I watch him, and I see him slowly unraveling, and I think it won't be too much longer where he is going to completely explode. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? You know what, Carl? When when I talk about gun control on this show, and sadly, I have to talk about it a lot because of all the gun violence. Uh, Republicans don't really have any solutions, but they'll say, well, we need to do something more when it comes to mental health. Well, guess what? The number one person on that list would be Donald Trump. He might be the most disturbed, yeah. mentally ill person I've ever seen. Well, I've seen a lot of them, and he fits right in that category. <laughs> You're right about but, that. You're right about that. But one one quick last thing is you mentioned about the Iowa election. Uh, 14% of registered Republicans voted. He got a little under... Seven percent. So, and I hear these uh, right-wing uh, talk show hosts and all saying it was a huge landslide. Yeah. He swept everything. Less than seven percent of registered Republicans in a whole state. What kind of win is that? 
Well, you're right. I mean, you could make that claim as well. I mean, I, and I appreciate the call, Carl. Thank you very much. I did talk yeah. to uh, Joe Walsh about that earlier on the show, and uh, he still sees it as a big win for Donald Trump. Listen, um, there, there's reason to be worried. That's what. Do I still think Joe Biden's going to win re-election? Yes, I do. But there's reason to be worried. I don't think there's any question about that. And we've just learned that uh, a Trump attorney earlier today, this happened not that long ago, asked the judge to recuse himself for general hostility. Meanwhile, uh, it's Donald Trump who's making the uh, statements he's making while E. Jean Carroll is up there on the stand where the jury can hear it and everybody can hear it. But yet uh, Donald Trump's moron uh, attorney says that the judge uh, should uh, recuse himself. Obviously, that was shot down, and, and the answer was no. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Again, 702-221-SAVE. Let's go to Roy. Roy is next up on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Roy? Hello, Brian. How you doing? Good. What's going on, Roy? Oh, a couple of things. One, you also forgot to mention to that person, Lauren, Lauren, whatever his name was, mm-hmm. that Trump called the military losers and suckers. Yes, he did. Yes, he um, did. that's right. real, real respectful. You're right. Um, I know. Yeah. Another thing, he wants to reduce the corporate tax again from 21 to 15, as if the deficit isn't big enough. You know, you keep reducing revenue. It has the same impact as spending more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I did want to mention one thing that I, I found interesting. Mm-hmm. One of his attorneys on the who's wants to go to the courts. He went to the courts to get them. Um, he felt that uh, the presidency should have complete immunity. And the judge brought up a case where what happens if you get a SEAL member to assassinate a political rival? Yeah. Well, if he wins that case, does that mean that Joe Biden can have Trump rubbed out by a SEAL member? Yeah, that's 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 an interesting point. I want to ask you a question, Roy, because <laughs> yeah. I've been uh, I've been I've been fiddling around with this myself today. You know, the Republican Party, they call themselves the Law and Order Party. They call themselves the Family Values Party. Today, many people on the far right, MAGA Republicans, are making a mockery of this case where E. Jean Carroll, uh, according to a jury, was sexually abused by Donald Trump, and they're making jokes about it and pushing it aside. What does it say about the MAGA Republicans that call themselves the Law and Order of the Family Values Party that are joking about sexual abuse? You got to remember, Brian, you can't fix stupid. Yeah. And a lot of these people are foolish, uneducated people. And that's his base for the most part. For the most part, I agree with you. Yep. What upsets me the most about any of this is how the Republicans in Congress have caved in and support him because they are not stupid. They know better. Yeah. uh, I mean, you would you would hope. I mean, a lot of these you would hope so. They're yeah. Yale graduates. They're Harvard graduates. Yeah. They know what this man can do to this country. Yeah. And that's why and, I, and I yet they, that's they why still support. Him. You're right. And it's sad. And it's it's, uh, you know, luckily, you know, there are people like Joe Walsh out there. You know, there are people out there like the Liz Cheney's of the world, the Mitt Romney's of the world. But it's not enough. We need more of those people. We need more Republicans to put the country first before uh, their own uh, political, I guess you could say, uh, career. Thank you for the call, Roy. Always appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. 702. Take care. care. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. 702-221-SAVE. Let's go to Gary. Gary is next up on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Gary? Oh, just about everything and about nothing. Uh, Hey, um, let's see. Let's let's start with Donald Trump. to me, I wouldn't want to vote for him. I don't think I'm going to vote for him. I don't know. It's a long ways off. But 
I consider him a dysfunctional Democrat and a liberal from New York City. And I'll tell you why. Because like most Democrats and liberals, he doesn't believe in war. He's, he's, almost, he's bragging about he doesn't want us in a war. He doesn't serve in the military. Uh, his father didn't want him to go. That's not a story. Democrats don't uh, serve? I don't understand. What, what do you mean? A lot of Democrats uh, were against the Vietnam War. Uh, you know it, I know doesn't it. Mean I don't they don't believe in war. doesn't mean they don't want to serve. doesn't mean they don't want to serve. And by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with not wanting war. I actually think that's a good thing, and that should be the last resort. I don't think it should be the first resort. So if you're claiming that Republicans love war and Democrats don't love war, then I would side with the Democrats on that because I don't think war is a good thing. Well, let me say what I don't like about Trump. One of the things I would say if I was advising him is that everybody believes and suspects or this concrete proof rich people protect rich people. I would be uh, I would promise if I'm the president, Zoros is going back to Hungary where he's wanted for being a criminal. He, he would be extradited out of this country. The first thing I would do as president. Yeah. That would make a, a lot right, of but hold on. Let me ask you a question. Here. Well, what do you make of uh, Donald Trump liable for sexual abuse? Do you think we should just joke about this or do you take it seriously? I uh, wasn't prepared to answer those kind of questions. I'd feel better if they were required to take a lie detector test, not not the stupid that's old not ones, how our justice, the new ones that they have. That's not how our court systems work. You know that. There was a jury of his own peers that said that he was— I don't uh, trust our court system or our justice system. But you trust Donald Trump? And the Trump? thing I would like to hear, I would like to hear Donald Trump say, when I'm the president and Iran is carrying on, I promise you, I will bomb the, the, their existence the hell out of the world. That's what I would do with Iran. Not, not promise he will keep us out of wars. This stuff is going on too okay. long. All right. Uh, who do you who, do you, who do you trust more? more? Hold on, if, hold on. I have a question. Me to say one more thing. I will, but hold on. I want to ask you another question. Who do you trust more, our justice system or Donald Trump? There you go again. Well, what do you mean? I'm asking you a trick question. It's not a trick question. It's an easy answer. I'm waiting for the answer. I don't know how to answer it, except that okay. you forgot to mention that Here's Bill, how you Bill answer Clinton it. was a sexual predator. The, I didn't ask you all about his life. I didn't ask life. you. Hold on. And Monica Lewinsky said he I ruined. I didn't ask you about Bill Clinton. Why do you MAGA supporters always deflect? The question was not about Bill Clinton. You can call into a conservative show and talk about Bill Clinton. He's not uh, running for office again. The question was about Donald Trump, and it's an easy answer. The question was, do you trust our justice system more or Donald Trump? The answer is... I trust our justice system more. It's not perfect. Mistakes are made. But I'll trust our justice system over the orange turd who lied 30,000 times as president, Gary. That would have been the appropriate answer, which I guess you're not capable of telling me, but I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Got to move on to some other callers, Gary. 702-221-7283. Again, 702-221-7283. Let's go to Julie, who's next. Hello, Ryan. How are you doing today? Hello. What's on your mind, Julie? Okay, um, so you are telling, uh, we are talking again about Donald Trump's sexual affair, because you are obsessed with Donald No, uh, we're Trump not talking, no, we are not, uh, no, hold on, no, every, you started another call, wrong. I'm not talking about a sexual affair, we're talking about sexual abuse, do you understand the difference, we're talking about rape, let me, let me talk, no, because you just said something that's not correct, so I will let you talk, as long as you understand what you just said is not correct. I'm not talking about, as you put it, a sexual affair. 
We're not talking about somebody who cheated on somebody. That's not why Donald Trump is in court. He's in a courtroom today because he sexually abused somebody, Julie. Um, go down. You're saying that Donald Trump introduced his finger in um, Carol? I'm vagina, not saying right? that. Potter down again because okay. I know you're going to interrupt me. I'm not saying that. A jury said that. They agreed that Donald Trump sexually abused E. Jean Carroll. This isn't what Brian said. This is the way a jury decided. And it wasn't an affair. Will you admit this isn't an affair? No, no, no. This is about sexual abuse. Do you not understand the difference? Now, let me speak. Let me speak. She said that Trump introduced it. Right. A finger in her vagina and she never reported to the police. OK, pot her down again. Pot her down again. Every point you make is absurd. Guess what? Bill Cosby is a convicted rapist. We're talking about hundreds of women that have come forward decades later, including one woman who put Bill Cosby in jail. Sadly, he's not in jail now. Bill Cosby is a convicted rapist and the woman who he raped didn't report it until many years later. So your point is pointless. And once again, Julie, you make absolutely no sense. Let me speak. Let me speak. Everything you say is Has factually you... inaccurate. No, it's not accurate. Inaccurate. Are you it's saying that a woman can't be you raped? Are you saying, Julie? people to speak. You don't allow me to speak. Because never, everything you say never. is, you called it an affair. Do you know how horrible you're not, that is? You are giving your opinion. Let me No, speak. it's not. I'm Let not giving. No, you're not going to speak. I'm going to speak. It's not an affair. If a woman is raped, it's not an affair, you dope. Do you know how insulting that is to women that are victims of sexual assault that you would call it an affair? That's not an opinion. What the hell is wrong with you? And how could you be a woman and speak as a woman and say that if a woman is sexually abused, it's an affair? He's in a courtroom not because he cheated on a woman. He's in a courtroom because he sexually abused somebody. Disturbed. You are mentally disturbed. I'm mentally you're disturbed, mentally and you're disturbed. the one calling a woman yes. getting sexually abused you an affair. Screaming. But I'm the you one that only screaming at people. Oh, okay, okay. So no, Julie. Here's yes. the difference. Here's the difference. Yes. Here's the difference, Julie. Here's the difference. I'm going to speak very calm, okay? Because you don't want somebody to raise their voice. So I'm going to be very speak very calm for you. Only a moron would characterize somebody who sexually abuses somebody as an affair. Only a very unintelligent person would characterize it as that. Julie, you see, rape is rape. Sexual abuse is sexual abuse. That's not an affair, okay? Women and men have affairs every day. They don't go into a courtroom and have to pay somebody for an affair, okay? Maybe in a divorce case. This is not an affair. We are talking about sexual abuse, Julie, and it's not my opinion. It's the opinion of a jury of Donald Trump's peers. What I try to do, Julie, because every other word out of your mouth is insanity, is correct you. Now, if you have a difference of opinion than me and you believe that Donald Trump is innocent and he's the best pre president of all time, that's what we would call an opinion. But the fact of the matter is, is this is not an affair. And if you characterize what Donald Trump did with E. Jean Carroll as an affair, then that is despicable on you. Allow me to speak. Allow me to speak. Allow me to speak. I'm waiting that we have something called dead air, okay. Julie. 
Okay, so do you believe a woman that said that Trump introduced the finger in his vagina and then go on his on her social media saying that it's not the most beautiful woman, it's the woman who makes the least mistake, who seduces the most men. And then there okay, I'll answer. I'll answer, Julie. I'll answer. I'll answer. See, this is the problem, Julie. You don't stop talking. I'm going to repeat what I said earlier. It's not what Brian's opinion is. What part of this do you not understand? I think there's a lot that you don't understand, Julie, and I feel sorry for you. A jury. I keep repeating myself over and over again, Julie. You don't seem to comprehend. It was the jury's opinion when they were given evidence. It was the jury's opinion that Donald Trump sexually abused E. Jean Carroll, not Brian's opinion. Now, I agree with the jury and I respect their decision. You keep going back to my opinion. It's the opinion of the jury. Now, as a woman, if you would call this an affair, then I think you are very misguided, Julie, and I feel very sorry for you. I really do, because that's a disservice to all the people out there that are victims of sexual abuse, rape. And if you went to them, let me ask you a question, Julie. I want to ask you this question. Uh, would you allow your kids to hang around Donald Trump? Yes. You would. Okay. Well, you sound like you're, you're unfit to be a mother, Julie, but I appreciate your comment. I Thank don't you very trust much. Biden. Thank you. You don't trust Biden, right? But you would allow Donald Trump to hang out with your kids. Thank you for the call, Julie. I think that speaks volumes about who you are as a human being. The man that is a liable sexual predator rapist, you would allow him to spend time with your kids. But because of your hatred for Joe Biden, you wouldn't. I think that speaks volumes as to who you are, Julie. Uh, and the fact that you would call sexual abuse, sexual assault, in some cases, even rape as an affair is uh, mind boggling to me. But hey, you're entitled to your opinions, Julie, and you are part of the MAGA Trump base. Thank you for the call. 702-221-7283. Let's go to Obi. Obi is next on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Obi? How you doing, Brian? Uh, uh, blood pressure okay. always high after taking that call, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm, uh, simmer down, simmer down. <laughs> Listen, um, I don't think that you really understand how a, how a jury is assembled or a you know, she doesn't know how it's selected. She doesn't, she doesn't understand those things, so you're never going to get through her. How could you but characterize an affair? How could you characterize what Donald well, Trump did as an affair? I, I don't understand. Listen, when she said when she said to you that she would let a, her kid hang around Donald Trump, that said a volume, like you said. But uh, I want to talk about something else. I'm going to be fast, as fast as I can. There is something about John McCain that many, many people don't know. Now, now, when John McCain was a prisoner of war, he was offered freedom. Right. And he refused. Correct. Because his cam cam comrade wouldn't be, you know, free either. Yeah. So I want to see Donald Trump telling that to anybody, you know. 
Well, because John McCain is happened. because John McCain is a hero and he served this country honorably. And do, trust me when I say that Donald Trump knows that John McCain had more heroism and character in his pinky than Donald Trump would ever have in his entire body. And unfortunately, there's a lot of Republicans out there and McCain haters that uh, will never uh, seem to admit. Mm-hmm. John McCain's service to this country as a hero. And it's one of the reasons why Carrie Lake lost the governorship in Arizona is because she attacked John McCain supporters. It's one of the reasons why Carrie Lake lost. And thank God, because that woman is a nut. Yeah, she is indeed. Listen, the other thing is, you know, the next time she called, you you remind her (laughs) of Jerry Falwell. Yes. You know, yes. What happened in Florida with a Cuban boy? Correct. You know, yeah. I bet she's gonna try to justify that. Yeah, you know what, Jerry Fowler. Yeah, look at Jerry Fowler would would watch his wife have sex with this boy, and then he would masturbate himself. Yep. Now probably she she she's gonna find an excuse for that act also. Welcome to the uh, hypocrites on the evangelical right. Well, they'll talk about how it's inappropriate and it's a sin to be gay, and then we learn that many of these people are in the closet themselves and and they're afraid to come out as being gay and you know it's it's uh Matt's, Matt Schlong as I like to call him Matt Schlapp is a perfect example of that Schlapp, Another, uh, yes. uh, Matt Schlong let's call him that just for just for today Matt Schlong uh is a guy who has preached about you know uh anti LGBT anti transgender and it turns out that Matt Schlapp is the guy who sexually uh abused uh, a person that was involved in politics as an intern, a male. Uh, so Matt Schlapp is, is a perfect example of what you're talking about. I got to move on to some other callers. Obi, I appreciate your call, sir. You call back again. Okay. Thank, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 702-221-7283. Yeah. We're going to call him Matt Schlong today, if that's okay. 702-221-SAVE. 702-221-7283. Let's go to Frank. Frank is next on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Frank. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind, Frank? Oh, a blast from the past. I can't believe the words that are about to pass my lips are going to, but it is wonderful to hear your voice again. I, I, I can't even remember how many years it's been, Oh, but uh, um, well, you you're coming. actually, yeah, well, uh, yeah, you're actually only the second real talk radio show uh, between AM and FM. Um that's happening and uh uh you actually surprised me you gave some callers this uh well they they, you i guess we develop a little more patience as we get older so uh, (laughs) i feel the opposite uh, frank i have to respectfully disagree with you as i get older i get less patience for for people (laughs) i digress go ahead frank go ahead (laughs) uh um well I, i i was i was looking for a song and i stumbled on the i'm taken aback i stumbled on uh, a second talk radio show where you actually engage the callers and um understandably uh and i agree um i understand why a lot of the big time hosts don't deal with callers because uh, they don't have their act together, and I'm not one to to, to put anything well, I, down. Frank, where do you live? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, where do you live? Yeah, I'm I'm in La- I've got, yeah. uh, Aren't you out of Las Vegas? I anymore? am. I am, and I, I, the reason yeah. why I ask that is because some of the conservative radio shows in this town. There's a reason why they don't take calls. 
Uh, and it's not because they don't know how to deal with callers. It's because they don't have listeners. I can tell you right now, there are, there are conservative hosts in this town. They'll do a three hour show and they'll take the same two calls every single show. There are some hosts that don't take any calls at all because when they open up the phone lines, it's embarrassing. They can't get any calls. So that's why a lot of these, they wish they could get phone calls. They wish they could do two straight hours of phone calls like me, but they can't do that because they don't have the listeners and they certainly don't have have the viewership and it's hilarious when you hear some of these uh conservative hosts in las vegas give out the number and they'll say the phone lines are open and at a maximum maybe they'll get one call an hour so i just wanted to point that out i i i, I can't argue with that and i just want to say that uh um i i, I, I you're you're kind of a, a breath of fresh air in Thank a you. backhanded Frank, i appreciate that let me ask you another question are you a republican or a democrat I'm a libertarian. Okay, fair enough. I respect that. Uh, what do you think about Donald Trump in a courtroom today? Uh, a liable sexual assaulter, and yet there are so many Republicans across the country that are defending him and saying that she's a liar. What do you make of that? Um, I, I'm I'm up and down. The, I, I'm a huge radio fan. If no, no, no. Remember. Hold on. I, 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 Frank, I appreciate that about you, but this is an important question, Frank. And you're no, a, no. I understand, yeah, but what yeah. I'm trying to tell you is, I, I am done with TV. We don't have a we don't have a media, in my opinion. Okay, but Frank, and that's what Frank, I'm we're trying getting to off. tell you. I hear you. I hear you, Frank. You, I hear you. you. Well, Brian, you just brought me up to speed. I I am unaware oh, okay. of the question okay. you're, you're asking me. Frank, that's fair the point enough. I'm trying Let to make. I, I understand. And Frank, let me say this in closing. And by the way, I, appre okay. I appreciate you finding the show. I want you to call uh -huh. back. And I, I promise you, if you listen to the show every day, I'm going to keep you up to speed. Okay. So you won't have to watch TV and you're welcome to call back anytime, Frank. And it's good to hear from you. Okay, brother. I got to get to some other callers, but thank you. Okay. Nothing but love. Thanks, Nothing Frank. Love. I love you too, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate you calling in. I'll be honest. I don't remember Frank, but I appreciate the fact that he's a fan of what I do, and I'm glad he found the show again. 702-221-7283. Uh, L is next. Why don't we go to L? 702-221-7283. Hi, L. What's going on? Hi, Brian. Hi. Hi. Thanks for calling in, L. What's on your mind today? Um, Julie, really, I'm sorry. Can I use foul language? No, don't do that. You can, you okay. can uh, hey, the word <laughs> buffoon is a word that I use on the show to describe MAGA Republicans. So you can use the word buffoon because it's one of my favorite can words. Can I say trumpaloon? You can say, I like that, trumpaloon. Richard, Richard Ojeda uses that a lot and I like it, a trumpaloon. I like, I like trumpaloon. I might use that and steal that from you. Thank you. Right. But it, I came from Richard Ojeda. I live in a very conservative spot. In Washington State, oh, not okay. everybody realizes that the whole state of Washington is not exactly blue. Mm -hmm. So, gotcha. gotcha. I live in the southeastern part of Washington. Gotcha. Okay. But as a as a rape survivor, I'm so sorry. A sexual assault survivor, and a survivor of a um, my one of my ex husbands was a child molester. Oh no, Julie, shame on you. Mm. Mm. I'm with you. Absolutely shame on you. And you get my point. I, I was trust, talking sadly. I wouldn't trust yeah. Donald Trump with my cat. I agree. And sadly, I was talking about people like you, victims of, and I'm so sorry that happened to you, Al, victims of sexual assault. And when Julie says, uh, she, she labeled it as an affair. Uh, it's so despicable that there are people that think that way, Al. It's so despicable. Especially after what happened to my daughter, mm. you know. 
it's 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 it, it, just, it gets me very angry. I'm sorry, but it's just yes, very. Yeah, yeah and you when know, when I heard her say stuff like that, I was just like, you know what? Yeah. Come here to my face and say that. It's one thing, L, if you disagree with someone's policies. Uh, listen, it's good to have political discourse, and I have conservatives and Republicans and even MAGA Republicans on the show all the time. But I'm going to tell you something. The Republicans that I associate myself with, the Republicans that mm-hmm. I hang out with, would never characterize sexual abuse or rape or sexual assault as an affair. That is so despicable and so ignorant, and, and it, I can't even comprehend it. What a lot of people don't understand is how hard it is for the victim to come forward to begin with. Correct. Because of the Correct. shaming. Yes. Uh, you're so right about that, too. It's such a good point because I had one like, of, what did you do to make him do that to you? You're right. And I had you one know, of Bill. Like, Wait a minute. I, have, I didn't ask for this. You're right. And I had one of Bill Cosby's accusers in studio a few months ago, Lisa Latte Lublin, who's a wonderful lady. Her and her husband. I must came have missed that. She's a wonderful lady. And her and her husband are great people. And, and she didn't even report it to anybody and talk about it till 20, 30 years down the road. So the idea well, that it's hard. Yeah, of course. I can't. Hard is probably, you relive it over and over again. It, it does something to you mentally. Sure. And there's Republicans who do syndicated shows that were claiming that because she has a cat named vagina, that she there's no way that Donald Trump could have sexually assaulted her. These people are so despicable. They're so despicable. They are. They're, they're scum Despicable. of the earth. I would use a different word. But. I know that. Well, let me say this. I'm glad you called in. I'm so sorry that you've been through this in your life. Uh, no woman. And my, and my children. My Oh, that's so horrible. I nobody say, You know, nobody I was married that. to a, a sexual a pedo mm. and a narcissist. So I know exactly what Trump is yeah. because I've lived through it. And you know what? And I'm so sorry. And you know, it's like so many MAGA Republicans out there. They want to call... Uh, Democrats are people who don't like Donald Trump pedophiles. They just throw that word around. I know. I mean, they throw it it's around. Like you wouldn't know a pedophile if he smacked you in the face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I Listen, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I'm so sorry that happened to you, but I'm glad at least that you have the courage to speak out on people that just don't really. I was 17 years old, too. So how are you doing now? Are you doing OK now? Are you are you? If you I'm doing mind. a lot better, Good. but I do suffer from. Um, what they call CPTSD. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because it, it happened during my marriages as well. Look what you made me do, kind right, of thing. Right. No, I listen. I, under- I didn't make I you rape me. Of course you know? not. Of course not. And and for the people and out any, and yeah. as a child, I was you know sexually assaulted by older men. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry. There's I'm, a lot of pedos out there. I'm and so I'm so sorry to hear that, but I will say this. I hope. No, that- I don't want it. I, I don't want your sympathy. It's well, just, no, I you, want people to understand. Right. I get that. And I'm glad that, that you know, it, I hope Julie, somebody like Julie, although it's it's going to be tough. I hope she's listening to you. And I hope she understands that the words that she used are hurtful and harmful. Very hurtful. Yes. And I know that. And and I'm so sorry. But listen, I appreciate you having the courage to call in. I'd like you to call back anytime. And I wish you and your family Biden well. Biden 2024. That's right. That's right. Hey, if it's between him and Donald Trump, it's not even an afterthought for me. We're on the same page. I've Thank- been a Democrat since I started voting back in, um, let me see, 87 or 88. I'm from right. Gen X, so. Well, God bless you and your family. I'm glad you called in. And I hope, hopefully, you hopefully educated some people. Thank you for the call. It's good to hear. I hope so, too. Thank you. You sound like a lovely lady. Thank you so much. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's take a few more quick phone calls. Then we got to go to break here. Who are we going to here? Annie is next. Let's go to Annie. Hi, Annie. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? 
Well, Brian, I want to thank you for your program, first sure. of all. And I appreciate Oy, it. Oy ve, oy ve, <laughs> mamma mia. Uh, I have to say that uh, Miss Julie is a great example, and I'm glad you keep taking her calls. It demonstrates quite clearly the MAGA base and the ignorance. Now, quickly, the rape thing. I'm a rape uh, survivor as well as your last caller. I want to remind people like Julie and those out there, Mariska Haggerty, a few nights or a few days ago, she was in People magazine. She is a rape survivor. And that article's excellent. And I also saw her on an interview. That happened to her 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's taken her 30 years to get the chutzpah and the, 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 to be brave. And it is so, so hard. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, here we go. <laughs> Thank you ever so much. Uh, you're Seriously. very, you're very welcome. All I try to do is I try to speak truth on this show. And the bottom line here is that there, it's not a coincidence that there are 25 women that have accused Donald Trump of sexual assault or rape. It's not a coincidence that Donald Trump's own ex-wife accused him of rape. It's not a coincidence that he's in, he's in a courtroom right now and a jury has already uh, found that he is liable for sexual assault. It's not a coincidence that he has kids with multiple wives. It's not a coincidence that he bragged about sexual assault coming off of that bus. This is who Donald Trump is. When they give us a little showing of who they are, we need to believe it. This is who Donald Trump is. He's been a womanizer his whole life, a terrible husband, a terrible father who's made sexual comments about his own daughter. This is who Donald Trump is. And if you support this man, then you support a sexual abuser. I don't know what else to say. I think you've said quite a bit, and it's awesome. Well, I appreciate you, and I appreciate you calling into the show. And let's keep speaking the truth, and you call back anytime, okay? Appreciate that. All right. Stay along. Thank you. You take care. Thank you so much. I love hearing from these callers all over the country. I love hearing from these women all over the country. And while it breaks my heart when they call in and they tell me they've been the victims of sexual assault, it breaks my heart for them to have the courage to call into this show and to to admit that and to call out a MAGA caller. I just have so much respect for them and so much appreciation for them and and the courage of them to do so. And I just want you all to know I really, really appreciate it. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. And uh, we're going to continue to take more calls. The more people here that want to be a part of this show, it's the most interactive show, certainly in the Valley. Let's keep taking calls. Uh, Let's go to Walt. Walt's been waiting on hold for a while. Hi, Walt. What's going on? Hi, Walt. Are you there? Okay, let's put Walt back on hold. <laughs> let's, uh, Walt's been waiting on hold for a while, so I don't want to hang up on him. Let's go to Susan. Susan is next on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Susan. Hi. Hi, Susan. What's on your I, mind? Well, I have a couple of things. Um, one thing is you keep talking about his multiple spouses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's that's such a horrible thing. Um, but it's but here's what I've I think had, is... I've had multiple spouses sure. with two children from two different spouses. Under, understood, but have you ever had anybody uh, accuse you of rape or sexual assault? Have you constantly cheated on your spouses? Are you in a courtroom today? Uh, you know, uh, where a jury... No. Right, well, that's my point. That's my point. No. It's yeah. not. It's not... If you just had multiple... Sp- I'm with you, Susan. If you just had multiple spouses, I wouldn't be talking about Donald Trump in the way I am. 
the reason why I bring up the multiple spouses because he has kids with multiple spouses. He's ne- he's never been honorable. He's cheated on all of them. That's a fact. He's a constant womanizer, and he cheated on Melania. Yeah. Had unprotected. That's why I'm bringing that up. So I'm with you. It's not yeah. just the multiple spouses thing, right? I know a lot of decent people that have had multiple spouses. You, you get what I'm saying, yeah. right, Susan? Yeah, I do. Okay, I do. Good, I do. Good, good. So I'm also, not. I'm not talking. To... I'm not talking about somebody like you. I'm sure you're a very nice lady. I'm talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. 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 Well, I also wanted to speak to the uh, the comments of Julie. I didn't hear what she said because I was talking to my mom. But yeah. But uh, how um, dare you talk to your mom? Just... How dare you? This show's more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but, but, but Susan, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, uh, tell your mom I said hello. Uh, she used the term affair when I talked about Donald Trump's sexual assault case liable for sexual oh, assault. Geez. Right. And that's what kind of set me oh, off. And I geez. think, I think it set off some of the callers too. Yeah. 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 That sets me off too because, uh, as, as the other caller said, I am also a victim of, of, uh, oh, sexual so assault. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah. And, and it was with, Hus- my husband, um, I'm so who sorry. turned out to be a psychopath. Um, I'm sorry to but, hear that, and I have great yeah. sympathy for anybody who's the victim of sexual assault. It's one of the worst crimes you could commit. And when you see, yeah. Do- when you see, as a woman, I want to ask you this: when you see Donald Trump, you know, in a courtroom uh, as a as a liable uh, sexual assaulter. The Republican Party, they call themselves the Law and Order, the Family Values Party. What would you say about all these Republicans that still support him? I'd say they're nuts. Yeah, yeah. Because because how can you do that? How can you say that you're of the law and order party, right. one, right. and of the family values family, too, mm-hmm. you know, because both of those things are like opposites. You're right. What I mean, he's done you're and right. what he says. Why, why can't the Republican Party find somebody else that might have some family values? I mean, why can't they find some? I just I don't know. I just don't understand it. But I'm glad you're doing better. Uh, in my book, you could have a hundred spouses, and uh, you're still okay in my book. Okay, Susan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I also wanted to say. Yeah. I also wanted to say. I heard a clip once. Yes. And it was. It was. I don't remember whether it was when he was going against Hillary, Donald Trump. Yeah. Or whether it was in 2020 or 2019. But I heard right. him say something about if we don't make it, we'll take the White House. Yeah. And I have not seen that clip since. Yeah, I mean, he just made the statement today where I played a clip where he was bumbling and fumbling in New Hampshire uh, from yesterday. And he basically said, well, we had to leave. Uh, it's ridiculous, but we had to leave. Talking about leaving the White House. The man is crazy and nuts. And you're absolutely right. Susan. Yeah, I heard that. You're, you're absolutely I heard right. that. And yep. he's talking about, yeah, we had to follow the laws yeah. of the land. Yeah, like, he, that was a bad thing. Yeah, because he really follows the laws. The guy's facing 91 felony counts and defied a subpoena for a year. Susan, it's good to hear, yeah. good to hear from yeah. people like you and i appreciate your call okay you call back anytime thank you susan all right bye-bye appreciate you bye-bye uh 702-221-7283 before i take another phone call antonio we'll get to you in a moment we have robbie mike other people on the line uh this is a moment where if you're watching on the occupied democrats network i want you to click that subscribe button there it's only five bucks a month you support this show and you support everything that Occupy Democrats do. And then I do an extra private show uh, after our live show on Friday. I do a show just for subscribers. So please click that subscribe button. Let's go to Antonio, who is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Antonio. Hi, Brian. How's it going, my friend? What's on your mind? I'm doing well. Um, 
I'm not going to speak on the uh, sexual assault part of it because I've fortunately never been a victim of it. And anybody who has doesn't want to hear my opinion on it because it's worse than anybody could even imagine to go through. Um, but I do want to propose a question to you. Sure. Shoot. Um, when a person becomes a naturalized citizen of the United States, they have to take sort of like a civics exam of how much they know about laws and other items of the U.S. Constitution. Yep. Do you feel like that should be a requirement to register to vote? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. See, this is where I sort of agree with Vivek Ramaswamy, and I, I don't agree with him on just about anything. And he kind of alluded to the age and you should have to take a test. And I told him when he came on the show a couple months ago, you should do that for everybody. It doesn't matter what your age is. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, well, I, I would assume that you, you probably would agree with that. I don't. Uh, but yes, I don't think it should just be to be naturalized citizen. I think as an American, we all should take some sort of basic third grade level test to vote. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, I wouldn't vote for Vivek, personally, Neither just because I. of who I believe he is as a person. He's a snake. But I can agree with, yes, I agree. And I would prefer somebody mm -hmm. not as two-faced in the White House, not saying that Joe Biden is perfect, obviously. Yeah. But, um, sure. yeah, I just feel like that everybody should know a little bit about what they're voting for and not just the name of who they're voting for and Trading politics as like a sports fandom, in my opinion. I agree. And, uh, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to get that in this country because of so many conservatives out there that say, oh, it's, it's your it's your uh, constitutional right to vote and all that. But yet these are the same people, uh, you know, that that th say that America was great back when women weren't allowed to vote and people who are black weren't allowed to vote. So I don't know. But I appreciate the call, Antonio. And it was a good question. Thank you very much. OK. Mm -hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do what Vivek Ramaswamy did on a debate stage with, uh, I just felt like doing this. I don't know. Remember when he held up a sheet of paper on the debate stage and he said Nikki Haley is corrupt? Well, Vivek uh, is equals Trump ass kisser. That's, I just felt like doing that. I just felt like holding up a prop today because that's what Vivek Ramaswamy is. He's an ass kisser. 702, Trump ass kisser. 702-221-7283. Who do we got next? Uh, who should we go to? Let's go to Sean. Sean is next up on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Sean? <laughs> Hey, how are you? Good, Sean. What's on your mind? Good. I love your show. Hey, Thank this you. is an opinion, so kind of take it from where it comes. Um, Melania and her mother dying, and yes. that's a, it's a sad thing. I know that. Sure, sure. I think he's used the excuse three times that I've heard Yes, where he wanted to get out of court or yep. something like that. Complete lie. Because of the funeral. Yep. Complete lie. I he don't buy it. I don't even buy that well, he was. Of course God. not. Of course not. He's campaigning and he's going to campaign events when he could have been with Melania. Instead, it was more important for him to campaign and, and talk in front of the camera. He's a BS liar. We know that he doesn't have an ounce of empathy in him. And he's using Melania's mother as an excuse to prolong this court proceeding when we all know it's a bunch of baloney. Can I go one step further? Sure. Go ahead. I don't believe she was at her bedside on New Year's Eve either. That I don't know. And I do not. Yeah. And I do not. I did. Well, listen, Go ahead. I don't think it's yep. out of the realm of possibility. And here's why I say that. Now, listen, yeah. I, I don't know what's in Melania's heart, but here's what I do know. 
Five mm-hmm. hours during the January 6th insurrection, she was asked to put out a mm-hmm. statement on social media. She refused to do so, and all she cared about was replacing rugs and toilets in the White House. So yeah. I'm not going to put anything past her because I think she's a very bad human being also. With that, being said, with that being said, I'm sorry yeah. for her loss of her mother. I have more decency in me than, than the, in my finger than Donald Trump has in his whole body, and he has a very large body, as we know. But uh, I, I agree. I, appreciate I don't it. care to you. Yes, right? that's right. I don't care to you. What an idiot. Uh, thank you for <laughs> the call. You. Thank you, sir. I appreciate right. it, Sean. Right. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's go to Robbie. Robbie is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Robbie. What's going on? Hi. Uh, I've been um, listening to how Donald Trump, all these women, who's 20-something women who spoke out saying they're raped by him. Right. I don't doubt that they're telling the truth. I want, I want to, you ever heard of the Steve Wilkes show or the Maury Povich yes, show? Absolutely. Both of them. Sure. I want to see all Donald Trump's accusers, <laughs> even, uh, and all his accusers yeah. and him take a lie detector test on his show on national TV, like the OJ yeah. Simpson. Well, let me tell you, see. let me tell you something. I would love that. There is no chance in hell that Donald Trump would ever agree to that. I bet you his accusers would. There is no chance that Donald Trump would ever do that. In fact, I don't think there's any chance Donald Trump would ever take a lie detector test. I, I'm a devout Christian, and I've been sick of the notion that Jesus is a Republican for year because years because they, my mom told me they always do everything for the rich. But uh, I'm getting so sick of minute, famous ministers like Franklin Graham turning the other cheek with Trump's sins and bullshit. Right. right. No, no, listen, you're uh, right. Uh, the evangelical Christians on the right, and, and many of these evangelicals that are uh, pretty much all Republicans, they talk about how drag queen reading to kids is the worst thing that could ever happen to children, where I've never heard of a child being molested at a, at a children's reading day. But yet these are some of the same people who fail to talk about all the clergy members and the priests that have molested children. But they don't want to talk about that. They want to attack transgenders and I, uh... that are homosexual. It's disgusting. I actually uh, went to a church in Westlake, Ohio, called Church on the Rise years ago, and the senior pastor of that church was arrested for sexual battery and gross sexual imposition Mm. against his adopted Indian daughter. And um, I even said on a on a forum there, I'd like to see him and his adopted daughter take a lie detector test on the Maury Povich. Hey, I would love that. I would love to do that. Unfortunately, as we know, Donald Trump would never agree to it, but I would love to see it, my friend. And I do appreciate your phone call. Thank you for finding the show and calling in. I appreciate you. Thank you. 702-221-7283. Let's take a couple more quick calls because we're running out of time here. Let's go to Patrick. Patrick is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Patrick. Hey, Brian. How you doing? I'm doing okay, Patrick. What's on your mind? You're asking why people would support Trump. It's probably because they don't believe the narrative, just like they didn't believe the narrative about Smollett, Jesse Smollett, Bubba Wallace, the Duke lacrosse scandal. I mean, the okay, so which narrative are you talking about? The narrative that uh, Trump uh, didn't lose the 2020 election, the narrative of 25 women that have accused him of sexual assault or rape, uh, the narrative okay. that, that, that uh, the I'm jury. Talking, which narrative? Hey, hey. Talking about the idea that E. Jean Carroll was okay, raped. Gotcha. So it's not okay. Never so, happened. Okay, so Patrick, let's let's back up. Let's just specifically talk about tell, that. Tell me this, tell, Patrick. Tell me hang this. on. What was the year that hang she was on. Raped? Hey, Patrick. What, what year did it? Happen? Patrick. What what year was Patrick, E. Jean Carroll raped? Patrick, I'm happy to have a conversation with you. Let's back up a second. You, you just talk over. Patrick, you just ask questions okay, and you Patrick, go to another place. You just brought up E. Jean Carroll. 
I would like to have a conversation with you. Are you willing to do that? I, you asked me a question. I'm going to answer. Is that okay with you? Yeah, let's go. Are we good? Okay, thank you. First of all, it's not a narrative. A jury of Donald Trump... Uh, uh, let me finish. You just interrupted me. And I'm going to tell you why it's not a narrative. Because you see, there's something called a jury. And a jury of Donald Trump's peers found him liable for sexual assault. You see, a narrative is something that is not proven in a courtroom. That is not a narrative. Do you understand the difference? Yes or no? Yes. Do you? Okay. So is it a narrative still? Is it a narrative still? Is it a narrative still? Yes or no? Is it a narrative still? Yes or no? Have a conversation. Is it a narrative? Is it a narrative still? Yes or no? Were you wrong in characterizing it as a narrative? We don't believe I don't care what most, you, but I don't, don't believe. I don't, guess what? Most people don't find whether someone is guilty or not. It's a jury that does. Move on to your did next point. Did the jury point. do that or did the judge do that? The, the jury, I'll, I'll, I'll answer, I'll answer your question again, no, because clearly you don't, I'll answer. What the, what the, Patrick, you just asked me a question. I'm going to answer it for you because clearly you don't understand how these courts work. A jury, let me repeat so you can understand. A jury found Donald Trump is liable for sexual abuse. The judge is going to determine how much money Donald Trump pays E. Jean Carroll. Am I speaking too fast for you or would you like me to speak a little slower, sir? That's not a narrative, a false narrative. No, a false narrative is when people like hey, you claim that Donald down, Trump, God, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you the way I want to talk to you, Patrick. I didn't force you to call into this show. It's not a narrative, a narrative that is a false narrative. People like you bring up because you've called into this show before is that Donald Trump won the 2020 election. That's a false narrative. It's not a narrative when a jury decides on the fate of somebody. It's not a narrative. So let me ask you a question now, since I answered your question. Would you say that it was a narrative, per se? A narrative? When somebody gets life in prison for murder? Is that a narrative, sir? Brian, hey, what year was E.G. and Carroll? You're not answering my question. Was it a narrative when O.J. Simpson was found liable for murder? Yes or no? Was that a narrative? Answer well, the question. Did the court find him not guilty? I need you to. Example. I need yeah. you to. It's I need you. Resort. I need you to answer my question, Patrick, because <laughs> I don't think example. you're smart Thank enough you. to understand. I'll answer it for you because you're not smart enough. You see, O.J. Hey. Simpson was found liable for murder. That wasn't a narrative. A jury found him liable. He wasn't convicted criminally, but he was found liable. That's the point I was trying to make. But somebody like you laughs and thinks this is somehow funny. And it's just a narrative. It's not a narrative. A jury proved that. What part of that does Patrick not understand? Holy smokes. I try to speak slowly to some of these people, but they still just don't get it. Thank you for the call. That was a great narrative phone call, Patrick. Thank you. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. When a jury decides, that's not a narrative. Let's go to Mike. Mike is next on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Mike? Hi, good afternoon. Hello, sir. What's on your mind? I'm, I'm a first-time caller. This is the first time I'm listening to your show. Well, thank you. I found it very enlightening. Thank you, Mike. I, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for watching. I just want to change the subject a bit. Donald Trump has been indicted for 91 felonies. Correct. Now, 
I think that an ordinary person like myself would be sitting behind bars waiting to be heard mm -hmm. on trial right. while this man is out either playing golf, yep. campaigning, or I guess, well, I guess now he's sitting in a courtroom. Yeah, it's and a witch hunt. According to Trump, it's a witch hunt, but you're absolutely right. You're, a, you're right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a witch hunt. It's a... Yeah. It, 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 it or according to according right? to Patrick, according to Patrick, it's just a narrative. That's all it is. It's just a narrative. <laughs> I think that that woman Julie is an absolute idiot. Uh, when I was about fifteen years old, and I'm going on eighty years old. Oh wow! I got raped by a man. I'm sorry to hear that. Who took me into a back alley? That's horrible. It was. I'm he sorry. Told me not to say anything. And I'm sorry. And because I'm sorry that happened and, to you. And I, I have to admit that I was behind the times a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, so that asking for justice was was hard. I was told not to say nothing to my mm. parents, to my teachers. And nobody. So, Mike, this should be personal for you. And sadly, we've had a lot of people like you call into the show that have been the victim of sexual assault. And it's personal to them and it should be personal. It should be personal for everybody. You don't, I don't even think you have to be the victim of a sexual assault to despise Donald Trump and, and, and what he did to Eugene Carroll. This should be personal to all of us, right? It absolutely is. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I could not, I could not agree with you more. Yeah. But I, I, uh, You know, it's just years later, because I believe this man is dead now, and yeah. thank God he is, Yeah, that I don't really have to talk about it. Well, Mike, it came to my mind you have to, a little bit. And, I, and I'm sorry it, it had to come to your mind, and I'm sorry that you went through this, Mike, but we have to, people like you and me, we have to continue to call out the despicable behavior and the despicable person that is Donald Trump. He is despicable. He is the worst of the worst. And in my opinion, he belongs in jail for the rest of his miserable life. I am glad you found this show. You please call back anytime, sir. And God bless you, okay? Well, well I, thank, I thank you very much. Thank you, sir. And uh, appreciate and you. You have a good, very good day. Thank you. You too Bye -bye as well. Bye-bye. Wow. Okay, so a lot of phone calls we took today, and I appreciate all of you. I have a treat for you guys tomorrow on the show. Yes, I do. We're going to get the best of both worlds, so to speak. Uh, you might have heard this name before. He's an author. He's, he's a director, and he's a former CNN political commentator. Keith Boykin is going to be joining us on the show tomorrow, so we're going to be talking to him about uh, these subjects and more. And then the other side of the aisle, a very popular conservative podcast. His name is David Pollack, and he is a big Trump supporter. He's also going to be joining us on the show tomorrow. So we're going to get the best of both sides, I guess you could say, and, and have a good discussion. I want to remind all of you, please, if you will, subscribe to the Occupy Democrats page. It's only five bucks a month and you get an extra show from me every Friday. Uh, and that's how you support this show. Also, go to my socials, YouTube at PTL Radio Show. X, formerly known as Twitter, at PTL Radio Show, where I'm very interactive with my listeners as well. And uh, I appreciate all of you for joining us. Man, a lot of really good calls today. Um, 
a few interesting ones. I think that's one way to uh, characterize it, but that's what we do on this show every day. If you're new to this show, if this is your first time, that's what I'm all about here. Um, We interview plenty of Republicans, plenty of Democrats. It's probably one of the most interactive shows, not only in Las Vegas, but across the country. You know, I'm open to any call, even if you're uh, a MAGA supporter. At least that's my narrative. I use that one for Patrick. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I appreciate very much. And we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's a show Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, my thanks to former presidential candidate Joe Walsh for joining us on the show today. Always a pleasure having him on. We are going to take a 22-hour break, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.